Charge Tech Podcast, the podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Owen, and joining me today is your co-host, John. <laughs> and, 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 we're this is <laughs> and we're under yeah. the hood. <laughs> and I was just like, I love that. Oh. Happy New Year. It's almost February. I'm good. Uh, not much to report. Just living life as a pedantic hipster in Williamsburg. You've been traveling around a bit too, right? Uh, I was traveling around a little bit. Um, I was in Detroit a lot. Yeah, yeah. Doing the work. Um, doing my works because CESs just happened. Mm. And so all the car companies are trying to we are figure cool. out what they want to do. <laughs> they all want to be, all of them want the exact same thing. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Like every single OEM I speak with, all of them, every single one, bar none, yeah, want to do one exact what? thing. They want to build a Sidewalk Labs competitor. All, all of them. them. Wait, the car but, companies? Yeah. yeah, I know, 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 I know. Well, because basically they've lost, like, so they've lost, they've lost mobility. <laughs> I mean, because the core competency of mobility actually shifted from just traditional manufacturing to actually traditional manufacturing being the secondary, um, the secondary, uh, thing. Like it's, that's not the thing. This is important anymore. The most important thing is technology and artificial intelligence. And, right. And, and so they're all trying to switch <laughs> the whole thing by doing it. Well, so they've, well, they've, they've lost, they've all like, they're all really far behind. And so the, but, but that tech will commoditize. So that could be okay. Mm. When that happens, the future, so they all the sidewalk, the idea behind the sidewalk labs thing would be, well, basically they're they are all going to move to cabins you know self-contained cabins on mm-hmm. wheels right and almost every single one utters the exact same phrase to me and then they think that they're being like unique and stealthy but all <laughs> of them say um the car is the next living room which is probably true and actually well, yeah i i even hear that from um I hear that a lot from one of my other investors who's a technology partner, uh, who's actually a technology company. Um, and they say the same thing. They're like, we've lost the living room and the car is the new living room. They've lost, they like, so Samsung basically lost the living room to Google and Apple. Yeah. And so if the car is the new living room, they're interested in the car, right? So they think they can and solve so- it this way. <laughs> Yeah, which is, but if you think about it, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's highly, highly, highly likely that we'll see, that we'll see car manufacturers mm. start offering more aviation style experiences. Oh, um, right. So cars will be more like planes, Hashtag they'll have different premium. configurations, exactly, but will still be consumed sort of oof, Lyft and Uber style. So where before you on my, like, let's say my GM app, I might request the GM XL, like where I requested the Uber XL. Mm -hmm. GM XL will be like, has a mini bar in it, has some loungers, like the mini bar is stocked. Maybe XL plus will like stop off at a, um, 
facility on the way to pick me up to make sure that it's stocked with what I like. Let's say I'm going on a longer trip or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and then all of the in vehicle experiences, imagine wall to wall Samsung displays all the way around, um, you know, cameras on the outside of the car that will be able to take a very high definition real world view of the outside of the car and project it into the car on, right. the, on the televisions as well as your Spotify, your Netflix, your, you know, Chrome favorites, everything. Yeah, right. So it's like a platform. Um, actually. Po- so it actually is like a platform. That's right. Um, and that's, yeah, it is. So everyone's trying to win. Everyone's running after this Ford announced that they're, and I, you know, I'm a, I've said this on the podcast before and I'm a, I'm a fan of Ford and I hold Ford stock and do work with them That's and all right. that kind of stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, their CES talk was hilarious. Like they were just like, we're building a cloud. We're going to build a car cloud and it's oh, going to be open and everyone's going to want to use it and yada, 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 And we're going to, we're going to take over the city and everything's going to work and it's going to be interoperable and multimodal and web scale. Wow. And we, we and made like, the okay. internet things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're using so Kubernetes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, yeah, no, seriously. It, it is a little bad. Yeah, it's like, so uh, deploy the containers to the serverless cloud. And we've got some AWS going <laughs> and we're serving <laughs> out everything by API. Serverless cloud. <laughs> so that's why I was in Detroit. Right. That's a good story. Um, it's very interesting, though. It is like you do see this really happening right now with all of these companies. Like, all of them are really, re, really like repositioning. They're doing it very subtly right now with the lines they have right now, where they'll they'll be like, "Yeah, we're good at software. We're doing the dash thing and making it like very fancy." There's a um, there's a company here uh, of all companies. I would not think of this, but uh, Hyundai, you know, like the brand of car, they have a car sharing platform here. That's like uh, I don't know. You have one in New York, I think, where you can unlock it with your phone and just like drive it yourself. A few of them. Yeah, and this one, uh, it's permanent. It all use it uses like four G, Bluetooth, and a few other things, but it has like level two, level three self driving features already. So uh, I don't know which level it is, but it like does all of the stuff basically once you're on the highway. And I was driving this car loan car that I unlocked with my phone on the highway without touching the steering wheel, and I was like, whoa. This is very weird. <laughs> like I went and picked up a car from my street, and it's now driving itself on the highway. This is great. It's nice that to see it cool. kind of suddenly available. You know, the line, the lane guidance stuff wasn't really around a year ago. It wasn't. It was very hard to find, at least. I drove Ben Uretsky's self-driving Tesla thing, and it was pretty. It's like pretty crazy. Mm. Um, That's creepy. Yeah, I I won't say too too much. But one of our um, cities that we work with <laughs> is implementing on our platform right now. Um, so one of the things on our platform is that we allow you to, to there's like a WYSIWYG editor that allows you to, f- to find APIs. Yeah. And so it's basically built for non-technical people to manage technical stuff. That's yeah, what sure. our platform is. And so not all, like you could you can generate an api for receiving data right mm-hmm. like uh, iot data but you can also um define an iot or you can also define an api for the programmatic consumption uh, of regulation right and so 
one of our cities is defining two API endpoints right now, commercial drone delivery registration or yeah, commercial drone delivery something mm. and um and fully autonomous vehicle medallion. Oh, wow. Fancy. So they're building they're building a playpen area in their city and then by the end of the quarter, we're going to be announcing that any autonomous car manufacturer or uh, autonomous drone delivery company mm. will be able to operate uh, their services within this area of the city. You heard it here first. <laughs> wow, that's really quarter. cool. Wow, fancy. I like this. I, I like that we're just like, boom, already this week. That's really, really cool. I'm very curious to hear which city after we I hang have a out. question. Yes. Would you buy... What? What? A, oh, no. Don't say HomePod. Can, a can of Axe with a lighter attached to it, strapped to it? Uh, definitely yes. I mean, sorry, no, that's the correct answer, right? <laughs> I don't know, for six, 600 bucks, I'd buy one. Ah, you mean you mean a flamethrower by Elon Musk? I do. The boring company flamethrower. This guy is an insane person. <laughs> Tell oh. me about it, Owen. Oh my God. I don't even know where to start. So the boring company, you know, that company that makes tunnels, not flamethrowers is now selling a flamethrower for reasons. Uh, I don't even know where to start on this. Like all I know is I woke up yesterday and there's a video on Instagram of Elon Musk running at a camera with a flamethrower that says the boring company on it. And then I was like, uh, huh, 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 huh. and then he was like, also oh, you can buy it. That was pretty much <laughs> that's the gist of it. You can literally buy this like fake branded, flamethrower from elon musk for six hundred dollars it's wild i don't understand it i feel like he's gone off the deep end but i know john's gonna buy it just so, do you have the hat i don't wish i had the hat if i had the hat i'd be a happy guy i saw one around williamsburg the other day and i was like dang it I, I have this like working theory and so does a lot of the internet that like this is just a shell company that he's like he just wants to sell swag actually <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I know what he's to, doing. He just wants to see company. what he's he can sell to people. He's like an evil so, villain. I love it. He's building he's tunnels not. and like getting he's, people to fund it. He's pretty smart. He uh so I think so when you look at what Elon's doing, like he's he's definitely hyper focused on nothing one problem. <laughs> but yeah, but but he is so wide in this one problem that it seems like he has no focus. Um, but he's definitely hyper focused on transit. I mean, I think he's like hyper, 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 hyper focused on transit. That's like all he seems to think about is transit. Every single mm. thing that he does is somewhat ties related back to, yeah, yeah. To, to transit somehow also end to end um, like basically building the cloud but but for space the, and for roads <laughs> well and that's because you if you think if you can build some one of the interesting things that comes from doing something really really big is the um new technologies that you create to do that big thing but more importantly the impact that those new technologies that you had uh, that you created have on other things that you're doing for example um battery technology for spaceships oh. become really good in cars and 
engines for spaceships are also our we designed this magnet for a spaceship and then we can use it in the hypertube or we need this material for the spaceship so we can use it in the hypertube or we developed this material for the car so we can use it on the spaceship like they definitely 1000 million percent like operate that way it is a really nicely put together can self kind of cannibalizing in in uh, insular supply chain that they put together that feeds all of their different businesses. They do really good vertical integration, basically. Oh, really? And Interesting. Was, I, 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 I didn't realize that. I, did, I, I guess I connected the dots, but I didn't realize it was so broad. Well, if you're massively vertically integrated through right. one human, though, that's a bad thing. Like It's like a huge dependency. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the the teams across all, those, all of his... Um, all of his properties seem to talk to each other. Yeah, definitely. But maybe, but, but maybe him. not organically. Kind of requires him. I can to imagine like go him standing in the like, room and being like, "Talk, all of you." Like, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine that too. Yeah. Why are you not talking Why to each other? Talking? I brought you all here under the pretense of this being dinner, and now you're going to be here for twelve hours, and I'm not going to feed you until you all talk. All you've done is asked me things. I want you to talk. And he like, yeah, I can imagine it. I really can. And you know, he's like, there's that book thing about him where he's like. Uh, the book said uh, he sleeps under the rockets because he was he's worried about them. I'm not sure if that's it. Maybe it's just because you know he's worried people won't be working. I'm <laughs> talking or something like it's it's impressive, but it is like kind of a problem. If you think right, so then you do all that stuff and you've got a bunch of free time. So let's so then like you're like okay, so I'm putting my crazy transit plan together. I'm gonna make it so that. Um, you can get in a hype in some kind of like super, super high speed underground, incredibly high speed like tube that's going to take you main mile city to city. I'm going to create this network of self-driving vehicles and an app. And when you move from city to city, you can just call any of the vehicles mm-hmm. in the network and they'll come if, to you. That's legit. Um, <laughs> that's definitely a uh, million percent what's going to happen i know I, I, like, do, I will say i do wonder like what would happen if um this guy became insolvent <laughs> like all of his companies basically bankroll each other and uh like tesla's burning a lot of money can you imagine how bad it would be if like because they're all pretty dependent on each other right it seems like it's big money carousel yeah but solar city does pretty well actually i think yeah, solar city is pretty good uh i think that's one of the few Tesla's like this giant endless hole and tesla spacex makes tons of money spacex makes tons of money and then disappears a lot of money when it starts doing r&d again that's true where i was going with this is is just then you would so you know, I'm sure that in, so then he said, so then he's like, says to a group of people, okay, I want to go drill a tunnel from, um, LA to San Francisco, which we're going to fill, which we're going to vacuum seal, put a, um, tube in and shoot on magnets from end to end. There'll be no friction. So it'll be hyperspeed. Go tell me if that can be real. They come back, they say it can be real, but it's going to cost $5 trillion. And he goes, why in the is it going to cost $5 trillion? And they hand him the report. He goes through the line item and in the line item, there's $3.5 trillion to Hawking Goldsmith 
Glaxo LLC boring ink. And he's like, then he's like, find out why this costs, costs this boring costs so much money. So then they go away again. Right. They come back a month and they say, well, these boring <laughs> machines that they have are proprietary and no one else has these machines that can tunnel the tunnel. And so they like, can just charge this thing and he says how much to build the boring machine and then they go away for another month and they come back and they say well actually it turns out that they're not very good technology and that we could do them for 50 bucks in 10 minutes and he goes build a boring machine so right so then so then you're you're in that process and then right. um let's say that then you're you're laying down um uh bitumen inside of the um inside of the tunnel that you're doing and you get your expense report and there's a line item that's um uh five million dollars for <laughs> um flamethrower or bitumen laying llc and you say why is it so expensive to put down this tar and they show you the line items and there's a flamethrower which costs two hundred thousand dollars and you say why is this flamethrower two hundred thousand dollars and then someone comes back and says well actually we can do it for three hundred dollars and it'll be way better and you say make me the flamethrower that's how i think that's how this stuff happens right like if you and then he's got cash monies. Yeah, that's probably that's I think more likely than my hypothesis. I also think it gets extremely high, like all the time. <laughs> I think he's just extremely high, and he calls somebody. This is my theory. And then he's like, "I want to make a flamethrower. You get, you feel me? You feel me? I want to make a flamethrower." And then they do. And then he comes to the office the next day, and he's like, "I don't remember anything." <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like it's done we stayed up all night and did it and then now they make, they're making money from flamethrowers that's my work that's it that's my theory i don't know well if you had to build a flamethrower anyway because it was going to save you a bunch of money why wouldn't you just build 500 more and just sell them tim cook tim cook does this he's the master of it he builds this highly optimized supply chain tons of revenue on it and then he uses that revenue on r&d of components of the supply chain to eventually make better things themselves which they make themselves uh okay have you excuse me actually while i have you on this have you seen the reviews of the new um imac now why why is it amazing oh the imac pro yeah it's a it's amazing actually uh it's been an interesting split Huh? Because half of them are really bad, and then okay, the, the rest are really good. Well, I've read like, like four reviews, really and good. all of them have said. Huh? It what reviews is, have you been reading? My, but I've only watched <laughs> reviews from like I watched from like film people and like one. Music. Yeah, so those are the ones I watched as well. Um, but I, then I watched the a bunch from motion graphics type people. Um, okay, but 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 why are they all? Why are they all? The ones who say it's good. Why are they all saying it's good? Because I'm answering your original question because it's black no um what's it called the i think it's the a the tpm oh the a the, the a series chip that goes with it yeah. like the weird co-processor thing yeah so which i still don't grok oh, no, no, like it's genius oh. it's absolutely genius so basically Explain me. basically everything that's happening um i think i'm not i'm not really uh competent in electrical in this part of this computer stack yeah yeah i think that's io bound that is um a a hardware component of the computer itself yeah well the a series yeah yeah. so audio bluetooth 
uh, Wi-Fi, um, mm. keyboard, all of that stuff, everything, all that stuff mm. is not processed by the operating system. It's processed. Yeah, right. It's, it's handed off. Separate. It's, I don't even think it runs through the OS. Which now. explains, which is really interesting because um, if you look at the new MacBooks, well, then, you know, like the air quotes, sorry, new MacBooks. it's not only not just handled by the operating system, it's not handled by, it's its own computer inside the computer. Yeah, I know. It's actually insanely meta as well. That was the most exciting thing for me, actually. Um, because I, I, we should definitely talk iMac Pro. I love this one. It's super interesting computer for a few reasons. Um, I mean, first of all, it's, there's no debate that it's very powerful. Um, but the A-series thing is such an interesting, uh, what's the word? Like hack. Sell because it's like, well, yeah, it's like a hack. Like it doesn't actually matter to the end user, but it's such an interesting way to slowly offload their dependency from intel based stuff well, and gain back that control also like the silicon is just awesome the people who you know? have reviewed it have said and so this like i haven't used one or anything but please link me to a good review from what i've seen it people say that it is oddly fast like it it is fast but there's something about it that feels really weird using right right and it, that explains a lot though if you if you have offloaded your interrupts like your inputs to a different os you get less latency yeah exactly it'll be snappy super snappy that's exactly right um and it's like the famous apple thing is like it's not even that it's faster it's that it's like the perception of fast fastness well, you know exactly like, what they would probably feel is yeah my final cut pro renders at the same time but if i switch from mm, my final but cup my mouse pro. is responsive yeah if i but if i switch exactly if i switch from my final cup pro to my wi-fi settings or try and do something else yeah moving through apps and stuff like that would feel like that well, was it all. makes me wonder it makes me wonder this is getting super nerdy and that's what i was saying about the macbook is i wonder if they were starting to get, get constrained by the the main boards they had to make for intel stuff like if you look at the new macbook the 2017 one there's that weird thing in the 13-inch one that the left ports, if you plug in two screens to them, your Wi-Fi doesn't work. And it's like, huh? how is that possible? And I wonder I wonder if it's related to um, like the kind of schematics they have to use when they're like building it the way that... You, you know what I mean? Like you do a certain thing for Intel, but I wonder if they get around a lot of the weird hacks you have to do when you're buying somebody else's processor by doing this. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I, I think it's really interesting. I think the like the funny thing about the iMac Pro is a few things. I mean, this is not the computer that people really wanted. I mean, this is like an interesting band-aid on the problem. Um, like the reviews I was referring to where it was like half bad, half good. It's like half of the people I saw reviewing it are just like saying, why the fuck? Uh, a, is this a, just a thing with a screen glued to it? And B, why did you put all these Xeons in it? Like nobody needs Xeons. Nobody, nobody on the planet needs Xeons anymore. Um, especially with the i9 um, stuff. But of course, it's like Apple. They're like, oh, well, we're like, sorry for being not nice to pros lately. So they went all the way further where like they need that middle ground pro PC, right? They need the, what? what's the word? It's like the cheese grater, I think was the nick, what, nickname of the old. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? The tower. The tower. Yeah, the cheese. <laughs> those were beautiful, man. Yeah, they were. Um, and I think I think that's where... It's weird for me. Um, but the weirdest part of it in my mind is a lot of them focused on how bad my Sierra is. It's bad. I haven't used it yet. I'm like, still on the old version. Yeah, I would I would avoid it. 
um, the amount of, I mean, uh, people will probably listen to this and be like hashtag hater, but the amount of people I know who have had their whole disc trash just from that, that upgrade is just unreal. I, uh, uh, and then they've had all of these security yeah. problems. Ugh. I always wait almost a full year on a major, major yeah. mac release. And this is one of the biggest ones because they yeah. changed the disc format underneath yeah. and the amount of people, even in my co-working space that have had, you know, because at some point it starts getting really aggressive trying to reboot your computer and they'll miss the box and it just does it during the middle of the day. Yeah, my, it's, and then it gets really aggressive. Hours. Yeah. At, at some point it's like, you have one minute and 30 seconds unless you push this thing 12 times. You're getting it. It's like later. Yeah, and it's just, uh, I know a few companies that have really like blocked the roll out of it because it's unpredictable what's going to happen with it. Um, and because it's just such a big update. And so that's, I think that's the weird space they're in right now with that, which also leads me to HomePod. <laughs> oh man, I want to talk about the software on that thing. Did you order one, John? And in what color? I ordered. And how many? 12. Two. Oh, that'll be fun. In white. <laughs> so what will you do with the second one? Put it next to the first one. And what will you do with it? Listen to music. You can't. It doesn't support multi-speaker at launch. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to ask that because it is kind of interesting. Like the hardware on this thing is clearly done. It's so nice. Like it's so refined. But the software is like a bizarre thing that they didn't ship it with multi-room or the ability to pair it as stereo speakers. What, like, what the shit is going on? At this point, I highly suspect that there are currently 14 people working in Apple software engineering. <laughs> yeah, everybody else just left, and those 14 people are responsible for everything. Every piece of software <laughs> at Apple, are, they're really, really good, and they don't sleep, but they... Yeah, but, but they still, you know, it's still everything. 14 people. Yeah, I, I do wonder that as well. It's just, it's like almost, I wonder if the, um, I have heard... I mean, it's all rumors. Don't, like, don't take it too seriously. But um, I have heard that their uh, what's the word churn rate, uh, like retention rate of stuff, is quite bad at the moment. And that would explain why their software division struggles. If you have quite a like, oh, it's turnover, right? Uh, like employee, oh, I don't know, whatever. If you don't retain people for more than a year or two, I can't imagine you productively building OS engineering teams. All right. So That's just got done the calendar integration on Siri for the HomePod, heading over to <laughs> X for the self-driving car algorithm integration. Shifted, <laughs> 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 shifted you button up for iOS. Oh, Doesn't work. But it is, it is, it is funny. Like they positioned it as a Sonos competitor, and then like, oh, multi room will launch in late 2018, and you're like, uh, I didn't even know that JBank okay. had to tell me, but I, I, oh, really? I like, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it is like a very strange. Um, I don't know. I I just want to talk about it for five seconds because it is interesting that. Um, it is interesting that not only did they like jump the shark and announce it almost a year too early, the software still isn't ready. It's it's odd. It's probably going to work really well, though. I disagree. I'm very like, please let's talk next week. But I, I, I really, I really like. I know that we disagree on this stuff, but this is honestly one of the most botched botch launches I've ever seen, and I have not seen anything other than the like. Oh, well, yes, we put a lot of nice audio things in the speaker. Other than that, which is fine, like the, the, the things that are on top of it really concern me. 
I mean, the fact that it only works with Apple Music is fucked up. It doesn't like, only work with Apple Music. Tell me, how will you put other music in it? You have to. You can't put it in it, but you can stream to it from any other device, like the regular point. Bluetooth. The feeds. Oh, you cannot stream to it from Bluetooth. Not compatible. Doesn't support it at launch. That's that's not true because I've I checked that. I don't. You can't Bluetooth. You can't. You can't. I just checked it this morning. No, you cannot stream with Bluetooth. All right, well, Bluetooth we'll see is on only to authenticate with iPhones. <laughs> so it does support airplay but oh yeah you're right you're right sorry it does support airplay you cannot and and like again the problem with airplay is like to, wait hang on okay i want to get this one right does airplay 2 offload to the device yet if i have the device selected on my iphone with mm-hmm. airplay mm-hmm. it will mirror the audio on my device to the to to the airplay enabled right but that's not what i want like that's not what a speaker should do right like this is 2018 you should be able to do that and maybe this is the case and somebody will call us immediately after this and say that is the case um but you should be able to airplay to it and not have your phone ring through the speaker you can you can right? do that stuff yeah when uh, did they add that? Is that what's new in AirPlay 2? Because that's what I don't understand. So I think that's why the whole that's like I the think whole Chromecast thing. Right? Actually, I think they like did all this stuff, and then they were like, "Oh wait, why can you hear the like someone used it?" And they were like, "My phone's ringing," and then they had to rewrite the software. And like, I bet there was weird echoes, and like they probably they were probably getting out of sync with each other and all this crazy shit. Because they're doing, they listen to each other, they measure the room, they check the EQ, they do everything in real time. Like, yeah, right. they're trying to do a shit ton of stuff. So I, I don't if it, it if they get it like if the hardware is good and they over the next year improve the software to the point like I mean. Siri needs work. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I have no problems with Siri. Yeah, I know, I know. But I will say, so the biggest, the biggest uh, issue I have with it is still the single user thing. I mean, that's kind of bizarro. Um, oh yeah, so AirPlay Two does not support. It supports um, uh, multi-room, but not until late 2018. But it sounds like it still streams directly from your device, which is strange. I don't, I don't understand that. Like Chromecast exists. You know, like that thing where you just send it and then you can turn your phone off and it doesn't matter. Isn't that the point of a speaker like HomePod? I don't know. I just I just find this whole narrative a bit weird. Like Apple Apple came to market with a beautiful speaker that's really nice, but this is the first time that you can I mean, we'll disagree on this, but like we can definitively say that like they clearly I I feel like they didn't they came to market with a nice speaker that doesn't do anything that compares with anything on the market. Like it is like everybody has always joked like oh lol like apple's behind but this is crazy <laughs> you remind me of a symbian user when um the oh, I- I love the, iPhone, no, I'm just the iphone came out and it had a had a uh app app store and everyone was like who's gonna put their apps it's proprietary it's closed <laughs> <laughs> okay let's uh, let's move on from my blog because i could literally talk until the cows come home on that one um well what i, oh I just, God, you, just why, why do you is it because you like sonos no i actually sometimes hate sonos but literally homepod is incomprehensible to me it just doesn't on paper i literally think that thing sounds like the worst product i've ever like one of the worst apple products i've ever seen <laughs> by the way i cannot even comprehend it which mac do you have right now 
I have a MacBook, but I, 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 sorry, I use a Mac Mini at home, but I don't use Macs otherwise. You have a MacBook, but you don't use it. A Mac Mini on my desk. I use it for like home service stuff. Oh, you so use, I have one, but I don't Windows. actively use it. Yeah, mostly Windows. Why do I, I, I have couldn't to deal be with the Mac, the Mac fanboy on the podcast? I don't like this. I'm sorry. I liked it better when you were a Mac fanboy. I don't like it either. I mean, I mean, I like. I actually, I like the Mac. It's, I, it really bumps me out, man. If they release like a new version of the new Mac, I had the keyboard die so many times, and I got really tired of arguing with them about it. Like, it's going to be thirteen hundred euros, sir, to fix that mainboard, and I'm like, but it's three weeks old. Like, the keyboard obviously has a problem. Remember no. the new one came out, and it has the little bar at the top and you and i had a large argument as to whether or not anyone would use that the touch bar i definitely did not i know fem doesn't i know we're we're talking about in slack the other day i think jay said he does uh do you use yours i don't have one or do you have one oh yeah there you go all i know about it like i had one for six months all i remember about it is that used to crash all the time maybe they made it better but it would be like I would, I would, because it was quite sensitive and it's quite close to like where your hands are when you're yeah, typing, right? On the keyboard. And I would often like accidentally push the play button. Yeah. And it would open iTunes and start playing whatever started with A. So it was like some Taylor Swift song. And then it would crash and the whole touch bar would go like gray. And I would be like, okay, so now I need to mute this, but I cannot. <laughs> so like... I love the idea of it, but it was just so buggy at the launch. I'm sure it's better now, but good heavens, it was bad. I found it really distracting more than anything. Just like it just kept flicking just below my eye line. Um, what the problem I have now that I I must say I switched to Windows and like whatever. I don't even want to talk about Windows. It's fine. You like um, Windows? I will say that uh, I try to touch better than yeah, I really X. like it. The new version is actually very well designed, and they've got a lot of great stuff. It's crazy. They have native Facebook Messenger app. How is that even a Facebook. thing? It's not even a thing on a Mac yet. <laughs> so sorry, you like it better than OS X? I like it the same amount now. At first, I found it a struggle. I will admit I found it a struggle. It was annoying, right? You have a whole workflow of the way you do things. Now, honestly, like they've innovated on a lot of the, the stuff that you would assume hasn't the gone registry. anywhere. A good example... And like we'll talk about this forever, but a good example of this, <laughs> yeah, the registry. Love me some fucking drivers. Um, oh god, don't even get me started. Oh, it still exists, but um, they just added this new feature called timeline, and it's actually fucking insane. So if you imagine, you know, on your Mac, if you do the like, uh, mm-hmm. do you ever use spaces? It's like that thing where you like swipe up, and then um, yeah. So now Windows has had that, like they have a clone of that for a while. But now you get that, and then if you scroll down, it has a um, like an endless timeline of all of the things that you've been working on across your computers and your phone, no matter what your phone or computer is. And so, like, I'm just looking here, and it says earlier today on your desktop you had uh, subscriptions.csv open. If I scroll down and a little bit more, it's like, what about the charged logo.pdf uh, from my desktop and then there's a chrome window from my phone like this is cool and i think that's maybe what's nice right now is microsoft's trying because nobody else is doing this <laughs> shit say, and they don't have anything else time machine was definitely the most hyped up mm. overhyped unused feature of oh that thing came out and they must have spent like yeah. a good i remember steve jobs work. 
introducing it and i think they spent like 15 minutes on it yeah and then the animation yeah and it was like now we're blasting you into space and loading thousands (laughs) of files and you can go back and get your desktop from 10 years ago and use it as if it was today and then you go to use it and it's like recently time machine is your files for the next 550 years loading loading so uh, I literally had to recover a file from where, like we have a time capsule at our house and like our MacBooks are backed up onto it and like, it's fine. And then the other day I was like, Oh fuck, I like deleted a file from something. So open time capsule. And not only does that it's animation, green, right? like I don't think they've changed it <laughs> since it launched. Like they just haven't updated it. Yeah. So it just like shits itself when it's trying to open. It's like, <laughs> and like, and then you're like, okay, I want to go back one day. I want to go back one day. And there's like 8,000 notches on the side of it for one day. And so you're like trying to get there and you click it and your whole computer locks up while you're trying to restore. It's, it's so funny. Um, and I actually gave up and mm-hmm, I found like mm-hmm. online, you can actually just browse yep. the folders. Like yep. There's a whole shit ton of hidden folders on it by date. And you end up like, like dot, it's, dot, temp, it's dot, so funny. Blah, it's like, like whatever. We're going to do uh, this incredibly uh, already taxing <laughs> and complex, like amount of compute. And we're <laughs> also going to put this ridiculous uh, graphic around it, which is going to make mm. your computer fall over for sure. But it will feel of the future. Oh my God. I know. I think like that's the problem I have with them right now is it seems like they introduced a lot of cool shit and then just like never changed it. Like, Oh, well it's, it's, it's like a feature. And like it's there, and then those people, like you said, like there's 14 engineers now maintaining everything, including time machine. <laughs> like, how much? Uh, how much money are they bringing back on to the into oh, the country? Wow. We didn't even talk about that yet. A lot. I don't know if they ever said how much, but they did say they were paying a lot in tax. That was the gist I got. Apple tax uh, over the whole amount. Two hundred and twenty-five billion dollars. That's a lot. Now. There's a little asterisk next to that, 225. Did you know that? Uh, I'm sure large asterisk. So the large asterisk is they had to do it anyway. (laughs) Um, But the press release was like, yeah, we like Trump and America and things. Um, But actually, actually, um, it was was like, I think it came from a, a Congress... Uh, resolution four years ago and Tim Cook said like yeah we'll do it when we have to and the only reason it's happening now is they got a discount right and so yeah they uh, has they're bringing in they're bringing 245 billion dollars and they are paying 38 billion dollars in tax on it that's not very much <laughs> um, no but if it's but right now all the u.s needs this job so if they actually do like build a bunch of data centers and like stuff like that that'll be great i mean yeah that was the th- interesting thing about it is they basically spun it as that and i get it like it means they can the biggest thing is they can do r&d in the u.s i mean that was always the problem why do you think they built so many fucking data centers in eu it's because all the money was stuck there <laughs> you might as well build it wherever if you've got the money there um the problem so, with global warming is that it's getting more expensive to run data centers so mm-hmm. you have to now cool it's like them facebook is building them in the arctic circle which is yeah which is then making them pollute it's more which is, yeah, i'm really but worried they, about they're the at climates. 100% green energy right now by the way i can tell you that <laughs> because i wrote something for a magazine 
this week that was about green energy and the companies who are green, not Amazon. Uh, <laughs> um, well, then I take back my comment. If they build a whole bunch of, I mean, I want to, you know what? What? If Apple should buy, stay. They should make a bank. Make, I want to be the uh, head of cloud for Apple. Oh my God. Head of cloud? That'd be fun. Does that mean you'll be yeah, building I- iCloud.com, the thing that never changes? I would just build a whole cloud. iCloud.com, it's incredible. And I'd be Amazon. Yeah, I have. Because you know what, though? The thing is, crazy animation. people are only allowed to work on iCloud on the weekends. And And it's on Azure. And and also, (laughs) they work on on the time capsule stuff on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. And they work on um, Apple TV on Sunday evening. Yeah, but that's why the animations are kind of similar because they're like, okay, we're big, I love we're it. Every time I log in, I'm like, whoa, it's like some bucket shit. Like, there's some good shit happening right now. Anyway, okay. so I do want to keep talking about Apple actually for one second. Oh, God. Uh, actually, no, no I don't want to talk about it because we're going to run out of time and like people are bored of this by this time. Hawaii, we have to talk about it. I'm sorry we have to talk about it. <laughs> Holy Hawaii? Shit. Hawaii. A guy sent everybody on an island an alert by oh, yeah. choosing the wrong thing and a drop down. It's amazing. Not only just like, I, I like everybody's probably been talked to death about it, but I just like can't believe it still. I give this, <laughs> like, I give only a free pass. And I also give everyone a free pass in this. Like, actually going to raise. Uh, did you see this? So, okay. Context first. So the guy, the guy, what was happening is ever since like the escalations with North Korea, Hawaii for I think eight months now has been doing bi-weekly. I think that's the word you use in the US for fortnightly. <laughs> uh, bi-weekly uh, tests of their like emergency system. And so what they do is they have like, a th- you know, like the thing that sends a whole like, you know how it takes your phone out of silent and it's like, and you look at your phone, you're like, oh, there was an earthquake nearby. I am well after the aware. Earthquake, after you're dead. Yeah. Uh, I live in New York. <laughs> I get one every day. <laughs> but uh, in Hawaii, uh, this guy sent, so he meant to send the test version to him and his mates at the Hawaiian place. Everybody knows this already, but I'm going to tell you just in case. And he sent it to everybody on the island, the real version that said, there is a ballistic missile. This is not a drill. Definitely. You should go and find shelter. Just like the the narrative that has come out since then has been wild. Like, did you see the screenshots? I don't screenshots even think about it too much. Oh no, my god! I don't even oh think about god. it too much. Oh, the, the screenshots are my favorite part. Too much. Is like, it as bad as I think? Yeah. So it's just like one drop down for everything, and then like the ones that are the live ones just say like live in front, and that's it. Like it's like nuclear missile no, they, test. I don't think they did say live. I think no. I think it was test, and then the live ones just said it was like test nuclear missile system, and then no, the was, live yeah, one was nuclear like nuclear missile, missile system, alert, nuclear missile alert test. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And like this, like you said, like this guy needs a raise. Stephen Colbert said like two days afterwards, he said, um, definitely retain that guy because he's the most careful person on the planet right now. He'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> it's true. Like. It's just a human error. I mean, they made a shitty drop down. And uh, if you see the way that the interface worked, it actually, like, every time that you would select one, it would be like, warning, you're going to send a test alert. And it was the same warning. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> it's amazing. Just just for the fact that um, 
like I'm sure you deal with you deal with cities every day, so you you probably see this. Everybody forgets that the technology that we use as consumers is very nice and like fancy. This shit is really hard if you're doing anything other than like consumer stuff, right? We just spent like an hour complaining about bollocks with like iOS and macOS and whatever. These governments are stuck with this for like 10 years. It's no joke. And they're not going to, there's nobody there being like, what if this drop down is confusing? They're just like, yeah, put it in a drop down. Like, great, whatever. A million dollars. Dude, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding you. Hand and heart, I swear to God. When I showed someone our product for the first time who works in a city, they said, well, uh, why are you making it look so good? And I was like, huh? <laughs> and it did and not like, look good. Actually, it was like, yeah. really didn't look very good. But it looked beautiful. At that point. Sure oh, well, yeah. And he was like, dude, this is government software. Like, we don't need it to look this good. And I'm they like, I don't even have bootstrap on government yet. Right. Part like, of there's the no problem. frameworks. They're just using like bad shit, right? They're not, I mean, they're not. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, it's just, government's mostly like FileMaker pro databases with visual basic apps and like that are like made by some IT guy like we all learn vb in high school so like you can clip together oh and some like 12 year old probably sold it to them like somebody's cousin probably gave them the parking system <laughs> it's like it's like you're it's like a little worse than your high school um network in like the 90s right like it's like you know like norton antivirus that's like not up to date uh like no novel netware uh windows nt servers that are like six patches out of date and like need like rcs applied to them and weird things and like and like you know printers plugged into like you know printers plugged into computers with access to the internet that like have unsecure everything on them and someone put a a file like a lamp stack on it that you can fdp to but you can actually get it like you know like it's like it's, it's, it's like it is it's like it's like random like you know, IT guy or girl like yeah. running around implementing Band-Aid tech all the time. And it's exactly as you expect it to be. And it's all still like that. It's not like governments have been updated. They like, that's why I started my company. I mean, like, this is not, not a thing. This is a thousand percent, I think government software. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but in the United States of America through and through, uh, other than uh, three letter <laughs> agencies, <laughs> who apparently have amazing software Mm. uh everyone else has junk right and they don't care well they don't know any better or both well they don't know any better but when they i well they do know better like eh, i mean that's like a lot of like i met a person who worked in a city in technology and only learned to use the iPhone so that they could iMessage with their no. granddaughter. So like, no, no. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. Well, it's just fascinating because like you forget that this is a thing, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, also shame on us for like spending the last, you know, 10 years building Snapchat, Facebook, TechCrunch, WordPress, you know, 
all this shit instead of building a government better software and building our local government's better software. It also makes me realize like there's so much space for like selling things to people still just like not. Yeah. You just have to not. And it's not easy. It's like the hard startups to do, but I know, but like like, it's money. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it doesn't pay well, but it does pay. It actually is real money. It's not ads. Well, I was going to say, it's not like uh, ad revenue that doesn't actually exist in the first place. Um, all right. We should wrap this up. It's over an hour. Next week, we're going to talk about the HomePod. You're going to give us a live demo of like Siri's uh, capabilities. Air quote. Uh, and we need to talk about the 2018 uh, like predictions also next week. So maybe we should make that the, uh, the, the overarching topic. Sing me a song. Okay. If you insist, I could while away the hours. Conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain, and my head I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching. If I only had a... <laughs> hey, wait a second. I'm going to ask Google now. Are you ready? I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to squeeze my phone because that's apparently a thing. Sing me a song. Song, song, song. Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. The end. that was amazing what about this that was actually actually incredible (laughs) i've never asked there's actually some recommended uh once i'm going to ask it to um oh there's some good options here what do you want to hear john what's your favorite ice cream flavor my name is siri and i was designed by apple in california that's all i'm prepared to say why are fire trucks red all right Here's what I got. Dad joke. There are two fish in a tank, and one says to the other, how do you drive this thing? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, and there's a button directly under it that says, send me dad jokes daily. It's like literally... Anyway, okay, John, and on that note, we should log off. Uh, what does Siri mean? It's a riddle wrapped in an enigma, tied with a pretty ribbon of obfuscation. Amazing. Oh, an abstraction. Wonderful. I'm flattered to be mistaken for Siri. I admire her a lot. I even wrote her a poem. Google is red. Google is blue. Apples are sweet. And Siri is too. (laughs) That's pretty good. Anyway, pleasure to talk to you. We will be back this year on a regular basis. Okay, hit the buttons. Chargepodcast.com. Show notes. Blah, blah, blah. Goodbye. (laughs) See you next week.